You're listening to Ari Snapshots, where each fortnight we chat about the science behind the weeds and decode some of the trickier concepts which crop up. Today we're chatting with agricultural engineer Dr Andrew Gazomi from the University of Western Australia's School of Engineering about the weed chipper. Andrew, together with his colleague, Dr. Carlo Perasini, engineered the weed chipper's development as part of a multidisciplinary team. The concept of the weed chipper came about when a group of growers were discussing weed control in a fallow field in southern Queensland, and this prompted the idea of a rapid response time to chip out weeds. So the group of agricultural engineers and weeds researchers led by Dr. Michael Walsh, Associate Professor and Director of Weed Research with the University of Sydney, along with grower and industry advisors built and tested prototypes of the weed chipper and paved the way to its commercialisation. So the project received funding from the Grains Research and Development Corporation and was created in response to the growing concerns about herbicide resistance and the associated difficulties with fallow weed control. Andrew Gazomi does join me on the line. How are you going, Andrew? I'm going very well, Jess. Thanks for joining us. So let's just kick this off and uh, just get a little bit of information about how the concept of the weed chipper came about. Can you just give some overview of that? Yeah, okay. So as you mentioned, it came about through what was actually essentially Michael Walsh back in about 2012 used to conduct workshops over east to demonstrate innovative West Australian practices in the northern growing region of Australia. So on one of these trips, he was travelling with Ray Harrington, Andrew Messina and Lance Turner. And the story goes that they were in a farmer's paddock listening to the farmer over there talking about the weed issues. And as they were chatting, he was, the other farmer was sort of walking around kicking out weeds. And Ray and the others sort of thought, well, surely we can have a machine that can kick these weeds out. So then in their travels, they kept talking about this idea and sort of thought, well, you know, it could be based around a hydraulic cultivator bar that could be rejigged to sort of achieve that purpose. And they kept talking about it and Ray being Ray mm-hmm. kept pressure on and talking within the industry and word spread and got to the GRDC and then they eventually put out a project call for a project to develop a mechanical weed chipper. And myself and Michael were both based at UWA at the time. We put in a response to that bid call. We were successfully awarded the project and I suppose we can sort of say the rest is history. Yeah, no, it's an exciting story and it's so great to see that it's come through to development. But for those who aren't familiar with the weed chipper, can you give the story of how it actually works? Yeah, so it is the developed system I and mean, the pre-commercial rig is all designed around a conventional hydraulic cultivator bar. So that's a typical hydraulic cultivator bar like the shearer trash worker in fact it is based around the shearer trash worker hydraulic tine module and what that means is that you have a tine which has a hydraulic breakout and typically that tine is used to engage the and invert the soil and it's 100% engaged with the soil because it's typically used for tilling but what we did was have that tine in a standby position so it's held just above the ground about four inches above the ground and then through incorporation of springs and some hydraulics modifications that we did in conjunction with David Nowlin hydraulics we made that system repurpose itself so that when a signal was received from a triggering device like a 
conventional weed at camera. Instead of it triggering a spray nozzle, what it did is it triggers the solenoid valve that then releases high pressure and high volume oil to the particular tine to then essentially chip out that weed and then it returns to that standby position so it can all happen again. Yeah, very cool. And how accurate is the weed chipper at chipping weeds, including in different soil types, Andrew? So there's a few things. Because it's mechanical, mechanical approaches like hoeing, we're probably all familiar with hoeing out weeds. It's, it's extremely effective with killing weeds and our weed kill efficacy trials that were led by Michael Walsh essentially demonstrated 100% weed kill efficacy across various weed species at various growth stages up to very large diameter weeds, even up to like 70 centimetres in diameter, and various soil types because we did trials in um, across WA in New South Wales and in Queensland with our research partners, and we didn't really have any issues with the different soil types because it's, yeah, just such a mechanical, powerful device. In fact, we even did a demo in the Mullawa car park in a compacted gravel um, <laughs> and it had no issues there chipping that out either. Oh, that's great to hear. So what speed are operators able to go at with the weed chipper for maximum effectiveness? Because the system's mechanical, we went about reducing sort of the speed of travel compared with what would be typically expected, say, with a spray boom because there's large masses and inertia and large forces involved with engaging something in the soil I mean, in the way that the weed chipper does. So we designed around a nominal speed of travel of 10 kilometres per hour. But yeah, that has some flexibility, but that's sort of its operational nominal speed. Yeah, okay, cool. And there is a commercial partner now. What does this mean going forward? Yeah, so we're extremely fortunate to have partnered with Precision Agronomics Australia, a local WA-based family-owned company. And it's extremely exciting to be able to keep this innovation to be commercialised by an Australian company, in fact, a local West Australian company. It means that we'll be involved with the continued R&D development of that system moving forward. Obviously, it means that there's jobs that are maintained in Western Australia and it will be great news to have this system available to the cropping industry later this year. Excellent. Yeah, it's very exciting and great to get a bit more detail from you on the weed chipper. Really appreciate you taking the time to have a chat with us. No, thank you. It was a pleasure chatting with you. While Andrew Pazomi gave us a snapshot of the engineering aspects of the weed chipper, Associate Professor and Director of Weed Research with the University of Sydney, Dr Michael Walsh, who led the project, will give an overview of how effective the weed chipper is for weed control. How are you going, Michael? Pretty good, thanks. Jessica, how are you? Good, thanks for joining us. So let's get into it. Can you tell us what the benefits are of using this machine as a weed control tactic? So the, the benefits of the, the weed chipper are as a site-specific mechanical weed control tool. So essentially, instead of going out with a herbicide for spot spraying, you can use the weed chipper to target weeds with a, a cultivation. Excellent. So you've conducted field trials with the weed chipper. What were the results you documented across different weed species and growth stages? So we, uh, we looked at seven weed species and we had eight different growth stages ranging from two leaf right up to uh, mid-flowering stage. And the weed species were a combination of, of summer and, and winter weed species. 
and essentially we found that the, the targeted tillage action was equally effective across all the weed species regardless of the, the growth stage and uh, when we had a, a nice direct hit on the weed we got pretty much 100% control. That's great news. Now people will be thinking about soil disturbance with this machine. What effect did soil disturbance, how much soil disturbance were there from your results in those trials of, from using the weed chipper? Yes, so obviously soil disturbance is an issue and why you don't want to cultivate your, your whole paddock. So what we found is that when we did a, a larger scale field evaluation uh, over about eight hectares, the weed density was less than one plant per 10 square metres, which is what we're saying is a recommended use density of, of weeds. The level of soil disturbance was about 1.8%, so roughly about 2% of that area was disturbed with targeting those weeds. And what influences the efficacy of the weed chipper? Yeah, so the weed chipper is a, obviously it's a cultivation type weed control, and the fact is that it influences cultivation in its efficacy on weeds is soil moisture and rainfall. So if you've got a, a wet soil, there's a fair chance that weeds will survive being chipped out. Uh, similarly, if you get rainfall after the, that cultivation action, then, um, yeah, there's a fair chance that the, that the weeds can survive. So what is the potential for weed seeds to still release themselves from an upturned plant? Could you give us a bit of a picture of that, Michael? Uh, yeah, look, if a plant's got mature weed, seeds on it at the time that you're targeting it with the weed chipper then yeah there's every chance in the world that those weed seeds will just go into the seed bank and it become weeds the following year so you need to obviously target use your timing correctly to uh, prevent weed seed production before you use the, the weed chipper yeah definitely and what's the advantage of the weed chipper over machines like optical sprayers like the weed it and weed seeker I guess the, the advantage is that it's you're not relying on a herbicide, so you're using something different. The weed chipper can be used in conditions that don't suit herbicide applications. So you know, essentially you can use a weed chipper around the clock, 24 hours a day, regardless of, of wind conditions, temperatures, etc. Yeah, the only thing that probably limits its use is if it's raining. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. And what is the fit for the weed chipper in a weed control program? Well, as, as I said, we think that it's ideal for low weed densities. Obviously, the higher the weed density, the, the more cultivation you cause, but it's, which probably means that it's the, the second weed control option in a fallow, for example. So it might be the, the second milk in a, in a double milk scenario just to clean up survivors from the, the first blanket spray treatment. Okay, so we're seeing a great range of innovation coming out in the weed control space. What makes the, the weed chipper a great addition to the toolbox? Why should people be considering including this in their toolbox, Michael? Uh, well, yeah, Jessica, it's good to see some innovations coming through to fruition, isn't it? It's very, very rewarding. It really is all about taking the pressure off the herbicides. As we know, they're becoming more of a finite resource, so we, we need to use them carefully in one way we can be more cautious in their uses to substitute in something like the weed chipper when it suits to yeah, stop the reliance or complete reliance on herbicides. Definitely. And we do have RE Insight on this as well. Cindy Benjamin has recently written on that. I'll put the link in the podcast notes to the latest RE Insight and so you, people can both listen to the podcast and read the RE Insight and get all the information that way. Michael, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Really appreciate it. No worries, Jessica. Michael.